and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions. I'm Laura Bogart, and today I'd like to talk about our modern-day political heroines. In the days following President Trump's inauguration, I picked up a new t-shirt. It's black, the big splashy comic book picture of Wonder Woman delivering a bone-splintering jab to Trump's jaw. Trump is falling backwards, and your eyes are drawn to Wonder Woman. She's this beacon of strength. Her muscles are defined. Her blue hair ripples like a tsunami wave behind her, and her mouth is open slightly, having just released what I can only imagine is the most satisfying grunt in the history of fight sounds. As I've worn this shirt out in public, almost every woman I've encountered has reacted to it. A barista took a close-up photo of my chest and turned it into her Facebook profile picture. A little girl in line behind me at Panera told me in a conspiratorial whisper that she hates Trump too. We may pine for Themyscira, home of the Amazons, but we live in the he-man woman-haters club that is Trump's America. For women across the nation, our faith in our country has been eroded by the indignities of knowing that a self-confessed pussy grabber might be able to stack a Supreme Court that could turn this country into an Atwoodian hellscape. So it's unsurprising that images of the woman hero have become more pervasive and more personal. Women have carried protest signs bearing Princess Leia and they've changed their social media avatars to Rosie the Riveter. And they went in droves to the new Wonder Woman movie. This is no man's land, Diana. It means no man can cross it, all right? And cried over that goosebump-inducing scene where Wonder Woman single-handedly faces the Germans so that the Allies can win the day. So what? So we do nothing? No, we, do, we are doing something. And in the Trump era, the iconography of the heroine defender of truth, justice, and the innocent doesn't just apply to the fictive warrior. Real-life public figures like Senators Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and ousted acting Attorney General Sally Yates have come out swinging against Trump and Trumpism. In doing so, they have become pop culture demigoddesses, civil servants in pantsuits and sensible shoes, now memefied, merchandised, and commodified, like our favorite pop cultural badasses. Kamala Harris has been memed as Wonder Woman, Sally Yates, for her decisions to warn the White House about Michael Flynn and to stand down on enforcing Trump's Muslim ban has become our Katniss Everdeen. These representations are a needed celebration of the feminine heroic, women who would snare mendacious foes in the lassos of truth, shoot arrows at a wicked capital, singe the oppressor in righteous flame, or simply persist amid forces that are hell-bent on making her sit down and shut up. But they're also manifestations of a trapped animal rage that calls for nothing less than a real hero to avenge it. When Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell formally censured Senator Warren during Jeff Sessions' Senate confirmation hearing, nevertheless, she persisted. He gave her an origin story, a personal mythos that has already taken off like a bird, like a plane, 
far beyond her status as a mere mortal into the cultural stratosphere. Oh, well, he did try to shut me up, but nevertheless, I persisted in making Twitter my bee. That message of militant persistence is part of the feminist reckoning, one that we're seeing in memes as well as the record numbers of women now running for public office. But that message acknowledges that persistence is necessitated by the presence of a formidable opposition, an opposition that will often prevail, as evidenced by Warren's censure, for example, or Senator Harris being shushed during two separate Senate hearings. During Jeff Sessions' confirmation hearing, Senator Kamala Harris flustered that avatar of Southern fried racial aggression into admitting that he was nervous. Sessions was eventually rescued by his fellow Republican colleagues who demanded that Harris show courtesy. But Harris's actions were resurrected in meme. She became Kamala of House Harris, first of her name, the unburnt queen of congressional hearings. She weaponized her colleagues' condescending smarm by tapping into the frothing indignation of every working woman, especially every woman of color who has been told that she's too loud, too rude, who's been quieted to preserve some less competent white man's eggshell ego. It's tempting to dismiss this heroine worship as shallow and frivolous. But these real women are fighting real battles, battles that are often destined to fail against systemic corruption and oppression. And conflating them with our pop culture deities affirms that there still are parts of our culture that value persistent, uncourteous women. Individually, we'll never have the power to leap tall buildings in a single bound or break the patriarchy's jaw in a single punch. And neither, of course, will Elizabeth Warren, Sally Yates, or Kamala Harris. But as very public figures who've stood strong and pushed back against the nuclearized misogyny that powers Trumpism, these women are our new heroines. They are extensions of the TV and movie warriors who may be able to take down the Capitol in only four movies or swoop on Dragonback to claim the Seven Kingdoms, but who can't save us from the very present terrors of living in America. At least, not in the way that a senator or an acting attorney general can. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Laura Bogart, and thanks so much for listening.